What if the 12-team playoff in NCAA football started today, November 17th, 2022? We're talking about that and reviewing some stone-cold Steve Austin IPAs. You're in the bird cave. Let's go! Yeah, he puts his glass on. It's, you know, they're announcing the, well, the USC-UCLA game. That's the first sellout of the Rose Bowl for this game, like in 15 years. It's, it's the largest. They have 18,000 kids from UCLA. It's the largest ever student ticket oh, shit. draw for a football game from UCLA in UCLA history. Wow. Wow. Right. As long as TCU loses, that's what yeah. we need, right? TCU to well, lose. Well, the first... Play. Well, I guess there'll be two new teams. I mean, Georgia, Ohio State are probably in it, but other than that, we'll see. But we'll talk about that, you know, later on. But yeah, get Rose Bowl tickets for Penn State, maybe. I was just talking about that because Courtney was all pissed off about the whole Taylor Swift thing. Well, it's, yeah, to cancel the the main sale. Yeah, we're just talking about like Taylor Swift's thirty some years old. Like you can go see her again. It's not like it's the last time. Yeah, yeah. And then she mentioned she's like, so if Penn State's in the Rose Bowl, then you would you would splurge on tickets. I'm like. That's correct. And That's actually, correct. since you mentioned it, <laughs> it actually could happen yeah. this year. Matter of yeah. fact, here's what's available. I think yeah. Yeah. <laughs> TCU loses and I wish Michigan make the Tennessee. playoff. Tennessee. Michigan and Ohio State both need to make the playoff, yeah. But they can if Tennessee... If it's a close game, if like they go into overtime and TCU loses, they could put Michigan in over Tennessee because Tennessee got smashed mm-hmm. by Georgia. Who's Tennessee have left? No one really. Vanderbilt? No, they, they would have the SEC championship game left. That would really be their But they can't because they're in the East... So Georgia, all oh, Georgia. That's right. Oh, well, yeah. So it's going to be Georgia versus LSU. Tennessee's a lock for one loss. So it's going to come down to like great TCU. Well, Alabama's not in it. That's awesome. It's great yeah. and Clemson. Yeah, yeah. Clemson's yeah. overrated. Big, they're Big time. Be in the top yeah. ten. But. That's good. But yeah. Hey, welcome back, guys. I appreciate you braving the weather. The Burr. It's not Burr. six feet of snow, but no, it's cold. No. Well, Vakwa, welcome back. I know, man. It's new guy wild. back. New guy here. <laughs> How's the fam, man? New, new guy, same as the old guy. Activities. Oh, yeah, lots of stuff going on, but everybody's good, man. Everybody's yeah, good. Fantastic. It's good to be back, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, before we get started, I think, um, Jeff, I think you brought up some of the, was it the Athletic did a 12-team, like, what would be yeah. the 12-team college football playoff? If it was two years from now, what would it look like right this second? I can't wait to, to see what you have, and maybe we can get some discussion around that, but... Is you guys, if whoever those have checked out the YouTube channel have seen like our beer tasting or our beer reviews, we're not. We're just going to do an audio one here because I've had these in my in my beer fridge and they have been itching <laughs> to come out and be a taste. And I, I'm actually afraid to uh, give this a negative review if it stinks because this is Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA, um, a six point seven percenter. So I don't oh, know if this okay. is a hoppy flavor or whatever flavors, but it is what it is. Hobby. So, hey, I got more powders. If we love this, we can have a couple tonight. Yeah. But cheers, guys. This is the Stone Cold Steve Austin's cheers. Broken Skull IPA. Oh, give me Stunner. a Stunner. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Give me a So, hell, I'm yeah. not big into hoppy beers. I mm-hmm. don't really like it. But, I mean, um, typically. But it's not too hoppy. You, you can usually tell by the color how hoppy it's going to be, right? Mm-hmm. If, it's, if it's like a amberish, you're for me anyway, you're in good yeah. shape. The darker it is, the more more hoppy it's going to be. But I think it's pretty good. Um, what in a word, I would say stunning. Stunning? Yes. <laughs> what would you rate it? What are we going, 1 to 10 again? 1 to 10. Uh, I would drink this, I would, and I like it. I would give it an 8.5. All right. Flash flood. Yes, yeah, so this is rated a lot higher than the height of a rattlesnake. 
<laughs> so I will oh, say dad jokes. Yeah, dad jokes. The uh, yeah. So again, like, much like Bavakwa said, right? So again, it's not like, like super like hoppy. It's again you know, almost kind of a combination of very like, like a gold color with it. Um, yeah, I definitely drink this again. Um, drink a couple of these, you get stunned, but that's okay. And <laughs> I give it probably an eight out of ten. Good stuff. No, Good no, choice. it could have been ten out of ten if you'd have gotten two of them. Class and yeah. together, right. got the phone going. Well, I would. I think, I think this was around so thirteen dollars for four of them. So I would. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeff, what do you I, think, buddy? I agree. Um, I'll for I'll just. I'll go 7.5 as far as a rating. Okay. It, the smell actually smells like it's more hoppy than it is. Right. Um, but it it reminds me of a pretty common, like a dogfish yes. 60 minute. Mm-hmm. Very similar to that, which is a good one. I mean, yes. that was like yes, the yes. OG of like hoppy beers. Um, so I would say, yeah, I would drink it again. Um, it's not like the best I've ever had. Right. But I'm more of... Like a hazy IPA kind of, and that this is not except for the brew dogs, except for the brew dogs, yeah, (laughs) that Ohio ones. But no, it's good. I would definitely drink drink it on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, What would you What would your rating be? Seven point five. That's why you did say that. Yeah. Seven point five. Yeah. You know what? The first thing I got when I when I drank this was it reminded me of Southern Tears IPA. Just their regular IPA, not two X like that, and what you said with the dogfish as well too. Yeah, I, I I'm going like a seven nine. I don't know eight as well, but I definitely could drink these. But I'm not gonna go out and look for these like it would like a harvest or something else. Yeah. But this is really good. I'm definitely going to crack another pounder here while we're talking. So I've already taken three more drinks while you guys were doing the reviews. <laughs> um, but I have three more of these. If anybody wants That's another one, they have. I know you guys got grab some Miller Lights here, but. Um, if you guys want to drink well, some more, go ahead. If you guys want to open one up and split it. This is like wine tasting. Instead of having water to like cleanse mm-hmm. the palate, we just have another light to cleanse the palate so we can try more beer. Yep. And I'll give it a little tease. And if we may do, we'll probably do it on a, on a different episode or a different night. But I got some really good uh, bourbon from a local Millville uh, distillery. They were at the Mall no. Robinson. I'll show you guys. It's sitting over there. But Jeff, what's this playoff bracket look like that you brought over? So if the playoffs were today... What what what's the what twelve team playoff? Twelve team playoff. So yeah. who are the top four seeds? So well, I guess what the top one buys. So, what what the athletic did was they did took the top four conference champions, okay. as opposed to what would be the top four now, which I believe is Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU. Mm-hmm. So their top four seeds are Georgia, Ohio State, TCU is three, USC is four. Okay. Because they're the highest other conference champions. So they'd be the seeds. Okay. Yeah. Then. Five through twelve okay. is Michigan, Tennessee, LSU, Alabama, Clemson, Utah, Penn State, UCF as the twelve. Ooh, yeah. Dang. So the way it works is the top four get a bye. Right. So now it will be five versus twelve. So you have UCF at Michigan. Ooh. Right. So now this is here's the first round. Friday, December thirteenth. They even have the dates. Ooh, Friday thirteenth. Friday thirteenth. <laughs> Utah at LSU. Ooh. Let's say LSU no. beats them. They should. I mean, they Utah should've. should have beat Florida early in the year. They should have. True. So maybe, maybe. It could be. Seven versus ten is just like the the basketball tournament, mm-hmm. right? Seven versus ten should be a close one. Yeah, you think with Utah, I think they lost a stud tight end of theirs for the season, so yeah. that would probably be an LSU victory. Yeah. I mean, LSU's ascending right now. Yeah, they're they playing are. well, and they're, that linebacker Perkins Jr., holy cow. Yeah, they're know. starting to play. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Okay, what's the other matchup? Saturday, December 14th. There's three of them, right? So now, mid, middle of December, Saturday becomes must-watch TV. Oh, my gosh. Because now yes. you have UCF at Michigan. I'd say Michigan spanks them pretty well. Yes. Number 11, Penn State at Tennessee. That's must-watch. That, Tennessee's strength is, is throwing the ball. Penn State's secondary is elite. Yes. I'm not a homer. I'm not say, I, I've never said that in my lifetime have ever I said Penn State secondary is elite. This year it's elite. All of them are going to the NFL. That's the strength. If they would have a shot, that it is, would be against and Tennessee. And I, I want to stop you there for a second because I was at the Pitt and Tennessee game, and I saw Pitt slow them down until late. The way they slowed them it, down would they be— They went to overtime, right? It went to overtime and actually could have, would have, should have Pitt again, but they should have beat them. But where Pitt was slowing them down, which Penn State is better than, is they got physical with their receivers. Mm. And then he had a pass rush. Now, Pitt's pass rush or defensive line probably rushes the pass better than Penn State's, but Penn State's is just an overall bigger defensive line. They could probably, defense they can, they can mush rush better. They could probably, he's not going to have running lanes like he did against Pitt, because Pitt, up in the, the quarterback had a lot of running lanes, especially in the second half. What I've seen from Penn State, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but they had more of that mushroom because they have bigger guys up front. I don't think line's not super big. They're mostly no. 260. Like, I thought that he did that. Mustaver is, but outside of him, they're more athletic. But, but yeah, but your point, that would be an interesting strength on strength. Yeah. And the thing with Tennessee, it's the freaking tempo. Yeah, I was going to say, their tempo is if you, if you yeah. can get them out of tempo, then it's and, and you, you notice, too, those receiver splits are. Why? Yeah. So Penn State did that against yeah. so Joe Clapper. When they played Ohio State, they, they lined two receivers outside the numbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to cover like 50 yards. Yeah. That's a, I've seen more I mean, that's what they killed Alabama with was the tempo and the splits, and mm-hmm. it had no answer. And it makes that wide receiver screen game. That guy makes one misses one tackle. That's 20 yards. I mean, and then they get up, and they just do it again. And it'll just go to the other yeah. side of the field. But then they'll come up. You creep out to the receivers, then he hit you with a run. I mean, it's that tempo just kills you. But yeah. it would be that would be the, that would be a great. It would match. probably be the best game of the first round. I would say. I would agree. Um, out, number nine, Clemson at Alabama. I think yeah, Alabama beats them pretty pretty handily. Yeah, I would go this Alabama year. There. So now it's the quarterfinals. So now you're getting into the bowls. So December thirty first, the Peach Bowl would be number four USC. Versus the winner of Michigan UCF. So let's so say USC U- Michigan. Yeah, USC's Ooh. defense stinks. Yeah, I would say well, Michigan. Wins. I think I think Michigan yeah. would w- would win a long, multiple paper cut, six yards, seven yards, six yeah. yards, seven yards, eight yeah. yards, and they, they, would, they would never get the ball. Yeah, USC would never get the ball. Yeah. So then the Fiesta Bowl, January first, would be TCU versus the winner of Tennessee Penn State. Either way, that's a good game. I, you know, I think it, Penn State would have a shot. Yeah. If Penn State would get by Tennessee, that, I think they could beat TCU. I think the winner of Tennessee-Penn State beats TCU. Yeah, so I, do, I would agree. Yeah. So then the Rose Bowl, number two, Ohio State versus the LSU-Utah winner. That's, Ohio State. That's a good game. That's tough. Then the Sugar Bowl would have Georgia versus Alabama-Clemson winner. So let's say it's Georgia-Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. So now you have all these games, right? So then you go to January 9th, the Cotton Bowl. Ohio State, LSU, Utah winner versus the TCU, Tennessee, Penn State winner. So you'd have a big You could have Penn State, Ohio Ohio State. State. You could have Tennessee, Ohio State. Good good game, regardless. Then January 10th is the Orange Bowl. It would be Georgia, probably, the winner of Georgia, Alabama, versus the winner of USC, Michigan. So it would be a rematch, probably, of Georgia, Michigan. You would think Georgia... 
beats Michigan again. And so then you would have, you know, probably Georgia versus Ohio State for the national championship, probably. But it could be LSU. It could, you know. And here's the, here's the thing. I mean, it could get to that this year. But, but, but prior to that, there were so many more good football games than just getting to where we probably would get. I think Georgia, Ohio State as well. So they're doing the math, right? So now you have the playoff. Now you have three extra games. This gives you a total of seven more games. If I'm doing the math right mm-hmm. with the 12 team playoff. They want to, you know, 12 more competitive college games. So that probably would water down. That's a lot of games. I, I think who was one talking? It was one coach talking that they should do no more. You should do no more than like 15 games at the college level. At I most. kind of agree with that. Yeah, I, I would agree. However, I mean, I mean, it's a good point. But this is where the NIL helps out, right? Players are more incentivized to play more if they're being compensated. Oh, yeah. If they're not being compensated, these guys are going to say, look, don't put more tread on my tires. Because yeah, you're trying to yeah. game. Yeah, right. Guys yeah, I would be very curious to see because there's still going to be some players that would pull out of this tournament. And, and you can't really blame them. But to your point about the Neil, man, that's a lot of good fo- football you were reading. Maybe it's part of the I, I cannot wait for this. That's next year or 25? Uh, 2024. 20, but they, yeah. They're, it's 25, but they're, but they're pushing talking, it. Yeah, it'll, yeah. It'll, be the, it'll be 2024. And yeah. in 2030, when they expand it to 64 teams, my Terps might actually make the tournament that year. So yeah, because like excited. the bat, bat, I'm excited about, about this. Like yeah, 96. It's not official. It's Pretty close. Southwestern, Wait, Northwestern, no, Montana, Bo- Mar- Maryland and Pitt would be the 8-9 game. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Maryland versus Pitt, the 8-9 game. Give, give Maryland a 9 would be generous. I mean, look, I like look, the way you think. Pitt would have lo- made it last year. And they would have been the 5. Tw- they would have been 12. No, they would have been the 12 been the five. No, they would have been 5. No, they weren't 5. Well, that's right, though, because they weren't the highest rated. Because they, they were a conference like, champion. Yeah, they might have been like. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, if they do, like, let's say, like, 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 like Pitt of last year that won the ACC but was not as ranked as high as Notre Dame before that. Do they get the five seed because they're the conference a conference championship and Notre Dame wasn't? That would be a, maybe that question's already answered. I, I think the know. top four conference champions, and then after that, it's a wash. It doesn't matter at large. Yeah, like just it's, at large. it's based okay. on who the committee yeah. says. Yeah, and some of these conferences. So in that's already, a case that have been pit at Notre Dame then, because Notre Dame was ranked higher. Yeah, because yeah, I saw I saw like the you know so the Big Ten's getting rid of the divisions, the FCC's getting rid of the divisions. They ACC announced, is doing they're getting announced that. So yeah. you want it's sort of I mean even need for conference championship. Maybe they say whoever wins a regular season, that top team, that way they get into the playoffs. So, I'm, you're, One I'm, less game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm curious how that's going to work too because again, just staying with the local local interest. I mean, Pitt's three games were Virginia Tech, Boston College, and Syracuse. They play them every year. Then I think it's like every eight. I think that's like almost like the NFL, like every. It they, just rotates. They rotate the rest of the conferences and such. I mean, I think Florida State comes here next year or something, some other big ones. And it's great to see West Virginia and Penn State get back together and start playing again. But I'd be curious to see if the Big Ten and SEC kind of adopt that mantra as well. But SEC, it's so heavy towards the one side, you know, even though there's a lot of good teams. It's SEC's it's top, top heavy. heavy. It's very, very top, top heavy. heavy. So I'd be yeah, curious yeah, to see yeah, how that does. Right. And they play the Division Two team in November. You know, all these SEC teams are playing like Alabama State. For the conference rival. Yeah. Well, so no, you'd rather lose early than late, and you're in better position. I think that's why they do it. Good yeah. Oregon. Smoked. Week one. Oregon looked like a Division three team against Georgia. Yeah. Week one. Yeah, Georgia is the real deal right now. I can't imagine them losing, really. The but. only way they lose is if Bennett doesn't play well. Yeah. And he's just, he's not going to be an NFL quarterback, but the kid's just so smart. He's sneaky athletic. Right. The kid just plays. He's just—he's just—he's not gonna screw up. 
Well, yeah, he, is he like 25? I mean, he's he might experienced. Be. He might be. I think he is saying, like older than yeah, like Kenny Pickett. He is. Yeah, he's he's some of these guys that are, are experienced and they're not going to buckle as much in the big games because they're yeah. 19. Yeah. Now they're for the first time. So. Yeah. And that punter from TCU is like 28, 29 from Australia. So he, <laughs> I thought only BYU did that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, you know, it was, it was that or it was the guys like uh, Chris Winkie who went and played baseball for That's, four years. Yeah, you know, that type of thing yeah. came back. Yeah. Now it's yeah. like every player is 30. <laughs> now he's a quarterback coach. And NFL. making $3 million a year playing college football. doesn't make any sense. Well, it's like that North Texas the guy, right? Was that Blue? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Scott back of the 42-year-old freshman. Blue whistle, blue whistle. You know, you do, have, you do have some years of eligibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way it's going now, I mean, female That's kicker, great. You know, that is a great movie. That's an underrated movie. I have to watch it again. Yeah. Oh, I have to it's, watch it again. I, I like it, yeah. But yeah, um, that can't get here soon enough, man. That was some good stuff. Follow me, stuff. Mr. Blake. So, when I was high school football days, my buddy and I were just kind of, you know, we were team stunk. We were just goofing off. And I remember my uh, my buddy, when he was like playing fullback, I was tailback, he would turn around at me and go, Follow me, Mr. Blake. Like uh, like the, like the <laughs> yeah. Samoan guy would do. do like, <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was, Follow it was, me. Yeah, it was good stuff. And now it's like, <laughs> We still need a freedom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like you were giving uh, Palima there when he wore the, the skirt in the softball game. Oh, we yeah, freedom! Oh, One of our buddies, when we were playing the uh, co-ed <laughs> softball league down there, was a couple years ago. For whatever reason, I I, I don't know why we, he did it. I think we were doing something, but he came in like in a plaid skirt and with his softball, and he was running around. Obviously, And the colors matched. We had and the colors matched. Jersey. He had a red and black plaid, like Scottish so kilt. It was all planned yeah. out. It was a kilt. It wasn't a and this, skirt. And this yeah. guy can run. He runs like high, like we sit down and have a beer. He'll, he'll go out and run. It's like, so this guy's really ship. He's probably, now he's in his 50s now, but... So he actually has some wheels, and he hit like a gap shot or something, and he was legging it out, and he decided all of a sudden to go try to leg out a triple. And Bavak was in the, in the uh, he almost didn't make it, because he's in the dugout, I was like, follow me, run, follow me to freedom! <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff, he was like, he almost fell down because he just started laughing. <laughs> he barely made it. I mean, the whole dugout was laughing. It was, it was a funny, yeah, funny moment. Awesome. But it was, it was funny because he had the skirt, the skirt yeah. was just flapping. Hope <laughs> yeah. we didn't slide. No, he, no, he made it standing up. I mean, yeah, yeah no, it just... I think the they the cutoff person had dropping the ball or something uh, like that. He he made stand up. Uh, we were like we were, you know wave him though. He up. he was hot that game too. He and was. So so we had lots of we had lots of uh, Braveheart chants going because he'd always do <laughs> he, always, he was doing something. Yeah. Hey, so real quick before yeah. we um, end this, because I'm gonna go grab another one here. Do we think the top four this year are gonna change? Who who we right now knowing? I forget if we even made a top four prediction and probably like Desmond Howard is probably all wrong. You know. But, yeah, he had Pitt in there, right? <laughs> Well, I, mean, Michigan the, the, I guess the key is, it really comes down to, is the, is the Ohio State-Michigan game close? If it's a close game, I can see them both getting in. Mm-hmm. If it's a blowout one way, then... You think the no. other one's out. The other one's yeah. out. And then probably Tennessee or... Um, TCU. Or, no, but I'm saying, like, guys who are, like, fifth and sixth. So let's say, Maybe. let's just say Ohio State blows Michigan out. So Michigan would drop, and then mm-hmm. does Tennessee come in? Yeah, or, Tennessee comes it'll in. It'll be great for TV review and ticket sales. Yeah. That's a huge fan base. That, that, that's a factor. Well, they, they don't admit that, but it is a factor. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, because T- they're gonna, you know, they'll all draw TCU. Yeah, they want Tennessee or Michigan. They don't want TCU. So, I, well, I, and I think there were concerns. Was it last year with Cincinnati? Right, yeah. you were saying Cincinnati deserves to be there, and then they just were never in that game with Alabama. They yeah. they, they were in it for like the moments, but yeah, yeah. Of that, I mean, but it was one of those things you just yeah. knew it was inevitable. Yeah. It was just what what's the I think yeah. the cover. And yeah. I think that twelve team playoff will at least give maybe more teams a chance. 
But yeah. just like in the NCAA tournament, you, you never know. But football, I don't think you could only sustain. School of that size difference can only sustain that for like one game. Yeah. I don't think you'd ever see, like say it's a 12 seed like UCF that you were just mentioning. Yeah, UCF's example. not making a run. I don't no. see them making a run like, uh, what's that? what was that school in Florida? Oh, Florida Gulf Coast. Florida Gulf Coast. They're not going to make that type right. of run in the yeah. tournament like they would in basketball. Basketball's just so different. It's such a fluid right. game. The team can get hot, and they just have such a weird contrasting style right. than the team they're playing. That's how the 15-2 matchups yeah. go sideways. It's, 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 it's like the, it's, you're just not going to see that because there's going to be so much of a difference in athleticism. Like, you know, big, what, you know, it's just not going to see Yeah, that. That's why I don't think that they be those at-large I don't think it'll be as much as we think or people hope to be. I think because, like you said, they're going to want those ratings. Like you were talking about flash flood. They're going to want uh, a Tennessee-Penn State versus like a Tennessee-Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. If, say, say if Penn State's on those teens or Tennessee's on the teens, they're going to want that matchup versus Cincinnati versus on those. And that's what they're getting at is like think about that. Penn State is, would be the third best Big Ten team. Yeah. But they're still getting in. They're getting in. Yeah. Penn State doesn't have to beat Ohio State or Michigan mm-hmm. to get in. Every year, mm-hmm. and they'll still probably get in, just like Tennessee. No, I don't. Tennessee hasn't been good for a while. But think about LSU. Yeah, LSU has that name. They don't have to beat Georgia, or Alabama. No. They could. They'll still get in. And I think that's what it's about. I think it's more a different version of the at large, right? It's not the at large, the the smaller schools like Cincinnati. It's the at large of the third best Big Ten, mm-hmm. yeah. third best ACC, SEC, because those are the teams that could make a run if they got hot. If a quarterback got hot, defense, right. those are teams that could win three games and get to a national championship game because they got the players. Yeah, Cincinnati, UCF, they'll win one game. Mm-hmm. Especially if, they, if you're hosting the game, too. And if you think about yeah. it, if it was reversed and it was Penn State hosting Florida in middle of December Forget when it. there's – it's like this outside but worse, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just a, it's a home field advantage for yeah. teams like that. Yeah, uh, going back to the at large, just thinking about it, again, my bias is showing on this. But for the NCAA tournament for basketball, I like seeing the matchups, the contrasts. You know, the, oh, the highly skilled versus the low, you know, lower seeds or what have you. But with football, I want to see good matchups. I want to yeah. see hotly contested. I want to see two teams that are pretty evenly matched. But yeah. basketball, I actually prefer to see the differences over an evenly, mm-hmm. evenly matched team. So. I agree. Yeah, just my personal preference. I'd like to keep it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and and somebody that knows basketball really well might kill me for this in a sense, but I just think there was so much more strategic, the more some more strategy that comes into play in football than there is in basketball. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. in basketball, you could have one or two guys take over the game, and doesn't matter what you're doing. Right football, we were talking about good matchups. You talk. We talked about Tennessee, Penn State offense, defense. That's Goliath versus Goliath as far as strengths of the teams going at it. And that's what you want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mono a mono, so to say, right? And occasionally, yeah, it would be great to see uh, a spread SEC team versus Big Ten muscle. Who wins that, depending yeah. on the climate? Cold weather climate, Big Ten muscle probably going to win. Could be. You go down south and you, you're you in warm weather, you're in a dome, maybe it's the SEC open run. But you, you never know. That's the kind of yeah, contrast yeah. of style. But it's still a strength versus strength. And right. I agree with you. I would I would rather see that too, but it's just a different sport, I guess, you know. It's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be good. Like, Cannot wait for twenty twenty five, man. That's awesome. Yeah. The the only the only thing that's gonna probably change is the the early season games. Yeah. Is that because you can see it already, like Penn State's not they're not playing Auburn. We're playing Nevada again. to open the season in twenty twenty five. We're playing Nevada and Syracuse and Temple. 
that's going to be the non-conference because teams don't want to lose in the beginning of the of the year because hey, if you want to play a marquee game, play it in December now. Yeah, so watch the NFL in September. Watch college yeah. football in December. See that, that and the last thing, little guy, because that's an interesting point because you do that or you play these marquee games and it's not going to necessarily penalize you because you can now lose a game or so and still make the tournament. If you're a good, if you're a third ranked, you know, Penn State could get in with an eight and three record, but they could be, you know, I mean, depending on who That'd those be three tight. losses. The three losses would be tight. Right, let's so. put the three losses, let's say if you go to Big Ten, right? It's Ohio State, Michigan, and maybe a close one, Michigan State, and I'm just picking teams, right? Mm-hmm. But they've slaughtered pretty much everybody else. Maybe they get in. I'm not saying three losses, but one or two losses, I think. Two uh, losses. Well, once you hit three losses, you're going to get in jeopardy of get, not getting in. Yeah. But one or two losses now is not that big of a deal. But to your point, maybe they just cupcake city on non-conference or something. Yeah. And, and you can't blame them, but at the same time, it's like like we said before. I mean, other than being the whiteout, but I, I tuned in for Penn State Auburn because I've never seen that matchup. Oh, before. for sure. Look, I'm not tuning yeah. in to sit with the same enthusiasm for Penn State Nevada. No, I'm just gonna look at the. Well, think about I'm not Michigan. And just look at the score. Like Michigan had this year's their non-con was horrible. It was Colorado State, Hawaii, and I mean just. Horrible. Like, out of the 130 Division One teams, they were probably 128, 29, and mm-hmm. 130. But they were fresh. They got to play their freshmen and all the inexperience. That's true, too. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make teams open their eyes and, and say, hmm, maybe instead of going to Auburn and getting all jacked up for it and possibly getting injuries and everything else, like Sean Clifford got completely popped against mm-hmm. Auburn. Remember that play? Yeah. Like, I can't believe he came back in the game, but... He's going to watch the other red shirts, too, by playing them there in these games with a few injuries with the season. Yeah. Kind of pulled in there. Two more than four games. Yeah. So, it's going to be good. It's going to ebb and flow. But. All right. Well, I'm going to ebb and flow my ass on and get me another beer. Right. Everybody take care of the next one. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. I don't have to do this shit. Bye. Bye. <laughs>